Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday morning. It is early. You guys take your hats off and, and give Richie a round of applause for doing the super early. I got a flight to catch in uh, less than, well, no, just a couple hours here. Um, so I wouldn't have been home in time to to do this live at our normal time. And I also didn't want to compete with the NFL today. So here we are at 8 a.m. I'm sure no one will watch, but we're here anyway. Uh, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. Uh, appreciate them. Appreciate their support. They've got some cool NIL stuff coming either this week or next. So shout out to Guthrie's for all that they do. And uh, appreciate, again, always appreciate their support. If you're going to the Boston College game this weekend, make sure you get a box, double fries, no slaw, and tag us in it. Richie. Florida State is 3-0 and for the first time since 2015. And I said this on the Spaces the other day, but in 2016, Florida State beat a really bad team, beat an SEC team, and then came up here to Louisville and faced a dynamic quarterback. A little bit different than Malik Cunningham, but uh, a really, really good QB and just got their heads beaten in. A little bit different this time. Florida State was able to find a way to win, was able to um, pick up that third victory, which we know how – difficult it is to win in conference on the road what were your initial thoughts what was your initial reaction to seeing the game i know there was a lot of adversity we'll go into a lot of that stuff but what what were your thoughts um after florida state moved to three and oh my my first thoughts as that game ended was i owe you a massive apology tate rotemaker because i was done with that man i i did not think he could play at this level um how happy can you be for a kid like that right where he's heard the noise right you know he sees it his family sees it um and to come out and get a win like that and for him to play such a key role he you know he had a shaky start at first um but the team as a whole just the resilience tj i I think it was phenomenal for the team and you know i did not want to call this team a good team heading into this game but that's a game that good teams win and i do think we might be there right now. You know, you have to take care of business against Boston College. But uh, that was a game that Florida State, you know, I, I said I thought it'd be tough, but it's a game you should win. And they've came out. They found a way. They got the win. Um, just a great day for Florida State. Like you said, 2015 is the last time we were 3-0. and So enjoy this, Florida State fans. It's going to come to an end eventually. But just enjoy the ride while we're on it for now. Yeah, I, I thought the game was going to be difficult just kind of one way or the other. And even with Jordan in there, um, you had some other guys that were banged up, some other guys that were out. Louisville did pretty pretty well offensively, you know, like probably a little bit better than I think they should have. I'm not going to sweat the defense a, a whole heck of a ton. I thought that they were, they were really, really good in moments. And um, Malik Cunningham just did some, did some special things at times. I thought that the defense – you know, the defense held after both interceptions and, and stopped the uh, stopped Louisville. So, you know, when they were called upon, they did what they needed to late in the game. They got the stop um, when they forced the field goal that allowed FSU to end up going up um, late in the game. I thought that was huge by the defense. So, you know, what Louisville scored seven in the second half, right? Ten, ten in the, fourth. One in the first half. Yeah. So or uh, 10, 10, because they because they had the field goal. So yeah, I think that was pretty good. I mean, yeah, first half they got us a little bit, but you know, again, Cunningham's a really, really good player and he made some things happen. And so I thought that was I thought that was impressive. I thought the defense, you know, 
probably not as good overall as you may have wanted. But I think that's Adam Fuller's um, strategy. I think that's his philosophy is to let teams have stuff underneath, play, bend, don't break type stuff. And eventually, you know, you're, you're at that point, you're counting on 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids to um, not screw up. And a lot of times they do. A lot of times, you're, you know, your defense will hold. And so, yeah, I thought the defense was was really good, especially when you consider that Fabo didn't make the trip. Love it. Was back in Tallahassee. When you consider that you lost verse, when you consider that Cooper was very, very banged up. Uh, you know, I love Robinson and, and Dent's really, really good too. But, you know, three of your biggest impact guys in Fabo and verse, and then you're probably your most important player in, in your top cornerback. Well, most important might be a little stretch, but with, with so many guys out, I, I thought the defense did well. And then, like you said, yeah, not enough good things you could say about how the offense was able to come together after losing Jordan Travis. And I'm right there with you. I, I think, I mean, and I was sitting in the stands, everybody was screaming for Duffy. Everybody on social media was screaming for Duffy. Um, you know, I think with what we had seen, with Tate just against Duquesne and the way he started this game when he came in, I just do not think there was a lot of confidence there. I don't even know how much confidence he even had at that point, but um, credit to him and credit to Mike Norvell for calling a pretty good game for him, making sure that stuff was kind of one read and done. The running backs really picked it up. The offensive line was good, even though you had some injuries there as well. Um, like you said, the, the team itself, shouldn't i don't want to say shouldn't have won but there was every excuse for them to not win right that, that's a game florida state loses these past five years yeah right? without like, a doubt yeah that, so i think that's the difference and you know everyone's you know loves bringing up the bobby quote you know lose big lose close win close win big we are in that win close right now and again that's a game that it wouldn't have been a step back you know it it was not a must win against louisville but it was a damn nice and good thing to have and for Florida state to get that was awesome. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, that, that's a game that last year, the year before going back to Jimbo's last year, you lose that game, right? That, that's just, that's just what Florida state has become and to find a way to win it now come home um, and wake Forest in. They, they found a way to win against Liberty too. My goodness. That was uh, a lot closer than I thought it would be. Um, but, but now you're setting up a potential, Four no Florida State versus four no Wake Forest at Doke, most likely under the lights to under the lights to ranked teams. That's what we've been building to, and and it, we're seeing it come together. Well, Wake will have to win a win a big one this weekend to get it, and and you know neither of these teams looked super impressive between Wake and Clemson, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean you've got every opportunity laid there in front of you. I I do know I know a lot of people are messaging me, a lot of people are asking you know here on the pod and stuff like that just about injuries and stuff like that it seems like some things are are, are moving kind of in a positive direction there uh, jordan has tweeted you know see y'all next week right after the game so maybe he you know figured it wasn't as serious as as once thought and then yesterday tweeted good news um which my interpretation of that not to put words in somebody else's mouth is that it wasn't a worst case scenario. Like Jordan Travis will be back at some point this year, right? Like I think that's probably what you're looking at. If it's My an ankle, not a knee, a of... you take it, right? It sucks regardless, yeah. but you'd rather have the ankle than the knee. Like absolutely, that's and where we're at. So the ankle is going to be tough. It's going to give him trouble all year. Man, I think if you're FSU, you probably I don't know. I, I guess it depends on how bad it is, but you probably consider rolling with Tate 
against Boston College. I think he, I think Tate can beat them. I like where his confidence is right now. Um, I just don't think Boston College is very good at all. No. Um, you know, they lost to Rutgers in game one. They then got blown out by Virginia Tech. Now, they did beat Maine this weekend by 21 <laughs> points. Bears. Oh, um, right. But, yeah, I, I think you pr- – I mean, they were 31-point favorites. They beat Maine by 21. So, you know, I just I, – I think you can beat them. I, I think what's not more important because it all kind of rides on Jordan, but what's more important is, man, can we get all those guys back around him? Can we, can we get Verse back? Can we get Robert Scott back? Can we get – uh, Fabian Lovett back. Can we get Malcolm Ray back? Um, will Cooper be 100% or close to it? He didn't play a ton. So I think that's the big thing. I think that if – I think there's a good chance you you would see Jordan back um, for Wake or beyond. I don't know if I rush him back for this BC game. Now, but maybe, you wanna have, maybe you want to have him available. Maybe you want to have him dressed. But I think – I think Tate can win this game. Yeah, no, I think he need, you know, Mike needs to make a decision. Either he's Jordan go or, or he can't. You know, I don't want a 2011 scenario up at Wake Forest where, mm. you know, Clint Trickett starts and EJ's only an emergency quarterback and, you know, we're down two scores. Oh, okay, EJ, go out there now. Yeah. So he can either go or can't, but man, and it's very small sample size. I'm okay riding with Tate after what I saw Saturday. Like it, it what, a lot of the media has reported how he looks in practice actually showed up on, you know, on the TV on Friday night. And it was encouraging to see. And, you know, this is a game where I think if you were playing Wake Forest or Clemson this week, maybe you do put Travis back out there. But like you said, TJ, I think you can get by Boston College with Tate Rotomaker. I think you can adjust the game plan for him. He's still a really good athlete. Uh, he's not the runner Travis is, but, you know, Again, he showed me some things on Friday night that I really liked, and I'm not going to go into that game against Wake Forest thinking, oh, my goodness, whereas opposed heading into the season, if you had told me we'd be without Jordan Travis for any game outside of Duquesne or Louisiana, I'd say that's probably going to be a loss, but I'm, I don't feel that way right now. Yeah, you were talking about his athleticism. He made a play on Friday night, and I, I don't I don't have the – entire play sheet up in front of me I'm, I'm actually looking for it right now but he had a really nice run on a third down that that was not a called run um that he kind of just scooted around and i'm trying to pull it up right now um yeah it was a third yeah third and 10 from the louisville third and nine from the louisville 25 he had some pressure come he rolled out to the right and he ran for 10 yards down to the 15 we end up scoring uh, touchdown on the very next play. Toa Philly runs it in from 15 yards out. But just that, you know, just that three points, that that difference in the game. How much different is the game if you don't have that, right? And so he did. He made plays. Um, the fake and the step up and the throw down the field to Johnny Wilson, I thought was massive. Um, obviously, Johnny had a great, great game. The, the high point catch against Brownlee, I mean, that's the one the fans are going to you know, enjoy the most. I get it. Compare that um, to the Kelvin Benjamin Clemson catch in 2015. Yes, it, it, it was similar if you look at the still shots for sure. Yeah, the way he just went up and got it. And so, uh, you know, the, not only did, 
did Tate play really, really well and make all of us kind of eat a bunch of crow. Um, the, the rest of the team really did step up. Treshawn Ward had like the quietest hundred plus yard rushing game that I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Obviously broke the big one for like 40 plus. Um, he was really, really good on the night. The offensive line did really well. I mean, I, I thought Florida State would be better than this team in the trenches, and they certainly were. Um, but for Treshawn to go for 126, Benson to go for 70, Tofilly had the the touchdown, but didn't get a lot of a lot of burn outside of that. But I, I thought the team was was really, really good around him. You know, Malik McLean making a nice touchdown catch. Jordan Travis is just with an absolute dot um, to hit Malik in the back of the end zone. Malik was somebody that we have often been asked about. Often people want to know, like, hey, what's going on with Malik? What's this, that, and the other? Showed up when his number was called and made a beautiful touchdown catch in the, in the back of the end zone. Um, Preston Daniel, there's a name that I don't think we knew that we were going to call. What a play call by Mike pass. there, though. Yeah. Uh, like, he set that up. That was that, – was that the same play we ran against Carolina two years ago at home um, that went for, like, a, oh, yeah, yards yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But it, he just set that up, man. I, I thought Norville called an outstanding game, especially early on, man. He just – his scripted plays are just so good. I don't know if that was in the script, but, man, he set that up perfectly. That was perfect, yeah. So I thought it was really good. I, I thought, like I said, the team kind of came – Came together, bowed up. I think that, yeah, I think that, like you just said, uh, other years, this would not have been the situation. Um, other years, they would have blown this. They would have found a way to lose. This year was different. And I think it speaks to the culture. I know that I, I know that a lot of people have had that take. I know I'm not breaking any news with that take, but it definitely speaks to the culture of, of this team and what Mike Norvell has built. So, Hey, if you're watching, if you're listening, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up, the like button. If you have any comments, you can throw them in the chat. We'll get to anything we can. If you have a super chat, we'll certainly get to it if you have a take or a specific question. Um, I do want to shout out Garnet and Gold and Gramco. Garnet and Gold, family-owned and operated for decades, getting you clothed and right for all of your FSU events. Uh, if you're going to the Boston College game, go ahead and put an order in. Now, do it for in-store pickup, and you can save 15% by using code NOSLAW, N-O-S-L-A-W. I'd love for you to go in there on Saturday or Friday night, whenever you go to Garden and Gold, and pay full price. That ha I have no issues with that either. Just tell them we sent you. If, but if you want to save 15% on your order, whether it's in-store pickup or being shipped to you, use code N-O-S-L-A-W at garnetandgold.com. Thegramco.com, you can use code DFNS25. You'll save 25% on all of the latest Delta 8 products. All of your needs there, they will get you taken care of, whether it's the orange hard candies, the gummies, the wake and bake coffee, pre-rolls. I saw they have a new vape. Go check them out, thegramco.com, DFNS25, to save you 25% on your order. Richie, you have anything else on this game? I want to talk a little big picture college football, and then we'll get out of here, man. Quick, quick episode. Again, if you guys watched it, if you enjoyed it, do me a favor, subscribe, share, all those things. But, Richie, anything else on this game before we go? Man, welcome, go to, the, on, welcome to the party, Johnny Wilson. That, that, that was my takeaway, man. That was the Johnny Wilson game. You know, when Kelvin Benjamin was a redshirt freshman at Florida State, you know, you, you didn't expect a whole lot from him. Um, you had that potential. You know, EJ took him number one overall in the spring game draft. And then we had to wait till his sophomore season to have his coming out party. Did we just see Johnny Wilson's coming out party? I don't know. It's one game for now. 
But man, that's what we were hoping we got when he came here. And I didn't expect to see it this season. But if that's going to be him, he's not going to have 149 yards every single week. But if he can get you, you know, five, six catches, 70, 80 yards, man, you might have something here and a legit red zone threat. I love what Mike Norvell's done in the transfer portal, especially in that wide receiver room. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, put a bow on that, man. I loved it. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. We did a quick recruiting chat with Zach Blostein last week. Blostein, sorry, of Knowles 247. If you haven't seen it, go check that out. Most have a couple of guys deciding this week, Blake Nicholson on Tuesday, Hakeem Williams on Friday. How big do you think it was for Hakeem Williams to see it, you, an offense th- move like this with a backup quarterback? Yeah, and, and you got to remember, he was in uh, College Station watching uh, – a&M score of a whole 17 points and Miami kicked three field goals. So, I mean, you got to feel good where you are. If you're a Florida state fan with Hakeem Williams. Um, again, we just mentioned Johnny Wilson. You mentioned Malik McClain, that, that catch he had in the end zone. I, I would be shocked at this point. If Hakeem does not pick Florida state. Now, does that mean he signs with Florida state in December? It's a long, it's going to be a long way to hang on to him, but I'd be shocked if we don't uh, get a verbal commitment from Hakeem Williams this week. We'll see what happens going long term, but I like where the Knowles stand on Friday night. We'll certainly bring you all the coverage there if and when that goes down. Oh, man. All right. A couple other things I want to talk about, and then we'll get out of here. This is kind of the hook. This is what we use for the thumbnail and the video and everything else. Um, is Florida State the best team in the state? Did you watch the Gators yesterday? Did you watch AM? I, I was dozing during that AM game, but I definitely watch all of the Gator game. Um, I think Florida State's the best team in the state right now. I think what it may come down to is is you know getting getting some of your guys back. I don't know how long they can sustain it with the, the number of injuries. You lose your left tackle, you lose your dynamic defensive end, your corner, your best cornerback's broken up, <laughs> your your quarter your quarterback's out as well. You know, they got to get some guys back. But uh Man, Florida looked – and I felt – okay, I'm going to say this. I'm not a USF fan by any means, but, like, a lot of my family is just living in Tampa. Like, my mother-in-law and father-in-law have season tickets. My wife graduated from there. My wife never really cares about football. I mean, she wants Florida State to do well so that I'll be happy, but she doesn't really care about football like that. And then I was with my buddy who also – Ben, who you met at the Notre Dame game. Yeah. He also graduated from USF. He doesn't care about football either, but he was kind of into it there. I felt so bad for USF fans. I didn't really feel bad for me because, like, it didn't matter to me who won. <laughs> I felt bad for them. Like, they were so close. They threw it away. They had a chance there. Man, they were moving the ball on the Gators. And then just that that bad snap and then the bad hold on the kick, too. But the bad snap really screwed them because it backed it up so far. So I felt bad for USF. They they had a great showing. I, I honestly, like, felt bad about – worse about that than I did, like, any Knowles loss last year just because, like, all my family and stuff, I knew they would have been thrilled. But uh, Florida looked like crap, man. They did not look good at all. Um, they're they're good running the ball. Their, their running game is, is pretty yeah. good. But they are, they are just not a good team, in my opinion. Yeah, the, I saw a stat today that uh, Anthony Richardson now has three tackles and zero passing touchdowns on the year, which is Wild. just incredible that this is the man that – uh, those fans are hyping as a Heisman hopeful. Uh, r- ridiculous. But, yeah, I, I definitely think we are the best team in the state if if fully healthy. You know, that, that caveat's pretty big. Um, I, I'm not sure we beat Florida or Miami with Tate. But, hey, he, like we just talked about, he made a season crow. Maybe he can do it some more. Um, 
But yeah, if you get Jordan Travis back, if Jared Versk is back, he's okay. Fabian Lovett, you start getting these guys back. Man, after you beat Boston College and then uh, hopefully beat Wake Forest, then you got a really exciting two-game stretch. And TJ, I don't know if you caught any of the NC State game, but they may not be as tough as I thought they were. I, I don't think that'll be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination, but they're definitely not at the level I thought they were going to be heading into the season. They've been a little off this year, and yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I didn't watch a ton of it. Um, we're here in the Airbnb, and we really just flipped back and forth between Florida and and uh, Miami. The Miami games, the LSU game was kind of fun too. We we watched that until the Miami game come on or came on. But uh, yeah, NC State hasn't looked overly impressive. Um, you know, barely beating East Carolina beat texas tech by 13 i think they were only 11 point favorites so they covered the spread there um yukon they'll blow out but then they they play clemson the week before they play us and so i think that you know that'll be the test just like we have a, a really tough two-game test with them and um clemson and wake the week before i think that you know they kind of have the same thing miami last night um not very good um miami their offense just I thought their offense would be able to move it. By the way, ESPN has this as 23rd in their power rankings. I don't think the Knolls are ranked after this question after this week, just to let you know. Um, just because I don't think enough teams ahead of them lost. But I think if they beat Boston College, they will. So, yeah. but anyway, Miami, just not very impressive. Did you watch that game closely? I know you go to bed a little earlier, but did you how I was dozing, man. It was a long <laughs> it's been a long weekend. No, I, I did not watch much of it at all. It, a nine o'clock start is criminal. I don't care what if it's is a Saturday that? night. Why I don't care if it's a Saturday night. I get it was the eight o'clock third time, but man, that, that is criminal. Um, I saw a little bit at the end. I woke up. The, here's the, the flip side of me, TJ. Like, yeah, I've been in bed by nine, but I was up by like 5 a.m. today. Yeah. So I, was, I caught up on all the highlights. And man, the, the only highlights, it, it was like uh, Miami playing in an ACC championship game, right? The, the only field goals. They, they could not find the end zone. And, you know, that's what Jimbo does, right? He has an embarrassing loss. Everyone scratches their head. And then he turns around and beats Miami. He did it for seven years at Florida State. And the, apparently he's still doing that uh, now that he's in College Station. Yeah, no, I, you know, and it just looks like, I mean, Van Dyke didn't have a very good game. I thought they'd be able to move it. You know, I, I know App State. App State was able to put in a couple of touchdowns on them, right? And and so yeah. just kind of weird that Miami wasn't able to do anything. I mean, and we said that we're going to learn a lot about Miami once they um, play an opponent with a pulse. I didn't think that Bethune or Southern Miss were, you know, accurate representations of, of how good that team would be. They'll come back out and beat Middle Tennessee State, but then they got to go play or they play North Carolina at home the next week. And in North Carolina, you know, pretty bad defensively, but has a pretty good offense. And so we'll see kind of how that shakes out where where they end up lying i do think that miami schedule is still really really favorable i think they're going to win a lot more games than they lose but certainly you know there, there's a path to beating them and uh and has got a good defense miami does not have good receivers van dyke didn't didn't look especially great i think he, you know 21 completions and 20 incompletions um so he wasn't really really good and yeah, they're, they're just a team that can't finish. They they take dumb penalties. They do stupid things. Um, and Mario just, Cristobal showed why he, you know, why Kyle Whittingham just waxed him twice in a row. Right? He's just not a good in-game coach. He's a great yeah. recruiter, and Miami's going to have talent, and it's going to be tough to beat them because of that. But if it comes down to in-game decisions, I don't trust Mario Cristobal at all. Yeah, for sure. And you know, if they're able to out recruit 
the way that they play, then, you know, he may never have to worry about that, but we'll see because, you know, just again, first, first team with a pulse. And then you, you look like you just didn't have anything going or anything at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, it leads me to the, the answer to the question. I, I think that Florida state is the best team in the state right now. Again, you gotta get healthy. You gotta get your guys back, but Florida state, if you watch the three games this weekend, and you watch Florida State against LSU, and you watch Florida State against a bad Duquesne team. Florida State is the most complete team. They have the best quarterback if he's healthy. <laughs> um, they might have the second best quarterback. Uh, well, maybe the third best after Van Dyke, but you know, Tate's looked better than Richardson for most of the year, uh, at least through the air. You know, so I don't know. I think that uh, Florida State is the best team. We'll see how week four goes, right? It's, you you got you got an opportunity. You go from there. Some fun games this weekend. I mean, we mentioned Miami plays somebody terrible, so that one's not even fun. But uh, <laughs> Florida plays Tennessee. Florida State with Boston College. Um, we'll, you know, I, I Wake Forest and Clemson is a noon game that I think will be a ton of fun. Um, I like the games that where where we get to find out a little bit more about the teams that we're playing and that are are on our schedule and you know kind of have an impact on us. Um, Virginia plays at Syracuse. Syracuse with a kind of a thriller win late. Um, I think there there'll be a lot of fun ones that we can kind of glean from. From I feel like the college football season is like a puzzle, and as the weeks go on, you're just filling in pieces and you're learning more and more about the teams you're playing and the opponents you're going to have. And so we've learned a lot of things. We've learned things about Miami. We've learned things about Florida. We think we've learned some things about NC state, wake forest, Clemson. And as each week unfolds, we learn more and more and more. And so that's honestly one of my favorite things about college football is, is filling in that puzzle. We learned a lot about ourselves this weekend, which was, was really impressive too. So again, if you're watching, if you could do me a favor and hit the subscribe button, it's right under Richie over on that side here. It reverses the camera. So hit the subscribe button under Richie, hit the thumbs up, the like. We will be back tomorrow and we'll do uh, quick spaces probably once the depth chart comes out, see some of these injuries, get some work. I'll, I'll work today on getting some updates on some of these injuries as well um to see if we've learned anything if we've gleaned anything most telling thing will be who's out of practice this week so you know i'm not going to have a list of everyone's out this long and that long and stuff like that but we'll talk about it at some point richie do you have any thoughts or anything we'll, we'll wrap this up man quick episode today yeah no last thought you mentioned it i loved the clemson wake game at noon right how fun was that alabama texas game at noon i think oh. we need to bring big games back to the noon time slot because that used to be the time slot like you wanted to be the 12 o'clock abc game you know back in the 90s and you kind of got away from that so i love starting the college football day off with a big game like that cannot wait cannot wait for us to play bc these night games are killing me but i'll i'll be up for it and i'll definitely watch man i cannot wait yeah i I'm excited for it. I'm excited, man. I, I might try and get up for the weight game. I'm not going to make BC. I just traveled too much here recently. I gotta, I gotta take a rest, man. <laughs> Play with my man. I, I, uh, when you're right away from Frankie a long time, do you miss him or is it like a, a vacation? Cause I, I miss my kids. I just want to oh. go home and see them. Oh yeah. We, we miss him. Like what? Like when we get to New Orleans, like my wife is texting my mom saying, Hey, how's he doing? Is he yeah. okay? Like, and it's just a dog. Like people make fun of people like us and we, we're fine with that. We love it. My, yeah. My mom's sending me, my, my mom's sending me videos of him playing and jumping and, you know, again, it's, you know, usually when you, when you go out of town and go to a game or whatever, you just come back the next day. Well, we stayed an extra day and hung around Louisville and did some fun stuff. 
so they're sending me um all these pictures and videos and stuff and i'm just like man i miss them i just want to go home so anyway i'm actually closing the laptop and, and heading to the airport now but again if you watch this if you listen to this hit the subscribe button hit the share button um really really appreciate your support I appreciate you guys for hanging out comments were great today again don't have a ton of news on on jordan's injury outside of what he's tweeting i do think things are looking more positive than negative there but don't have anything specific on it um those are three and oh quick shout outs from me for the volleyball team beat fau um yesterday the soccer team had a big win at bc on um, friday night same night that we won i saw jenna nicewanger made the sports center top 10 with a corner kick that went into the net which is really really impressive um fsu golf finishes up their um tournament at the olympia fields today so shout out the other sports that are competing um good luck to them and shout out for a bunch of winning this weekend so i like that richie thanks for hanging out thanks for doing this early i know you're tired go back to bed i'll see you on thursday wednesday night as we preview bc but richie and i'll both be back and around and have a bunch of stuff going on this week so thank you guys for hanging out go Knowles.